This is a HeadGum Podcast. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Cheryl. Um, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Why you were starting out so strong? I, I thought you were going to say something else. I was starting out strong to plow through because my computer's running out and I have a okay. Zoom in a few minutes okay. that's okay. unrelated okay. to the show. And, okay. you know, it's... Yeah, we are... There's a lot to talk about. We've got... A lot of J-Lo talk, let's be honest. There's, there's a lot of ass shaking and pole yeah. dancing and yeah. and even bigger themes yes and even smaller themes <laughs> we managed to get on to even smaller themes okay ladies and jerks welcome to jennifer lopez halftime it all started when tig and cheryl met in the mid 2000s hey nice to meet you tig i'm cheryl hines hi cheryl i'm tig notaro should we do a podcast about documentaries yes a podcast about documentaries. This is microphone on. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. <laughs> Happy summer. Happy summer. I don't know if that's a thing, but... We can start it. Is today... Um, no. Official in some way? No. I'm just saying I'm sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> so it reminds okay. me that it's summertime and I'm just, you know, being... Sweaty. Yeah. Are you in a dress? I am in a dress. I'm not. Well, have you... When was the last... Time? I don't want to say have you ever worn a dress because I'm sure... Well, I'm not sure you have, but have you? I have. It's none of my business. But no, how, it is. how long has it been? Well, I haven't been keeping track of time. <laughs> but oh, you know what? Actually, I know when the last time I wore a dress was. When? The last time I wore a dress was actually I knew you. Okay. Um, I played Joan Jett's mother in the Runaways movie and was cut out. Oh, well, then that will, I was about to say, oh, gosh, I never saw it. Uh, yeah. So I don't remember your performance, but, I, but I'm but i glad I didn't say, well, oh, you were great in that film, because that would have made me look like ridiculous. Like a liar. 
I remember when I was wearing the dress. Yeah. I was in my trailer on set, just like, oh my God, how did I end up in this role? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, did you audition for it? No, they wanted me to audition. And I was like, I was so, it was. I had such little acting experience and my manager had submitted me for this role. Joan Jett was the EP and they were wanting me to... alert! <laughs> Starting out strong. <laughs> Starting out strong. But I'm a big fan of Joan Jett's and I was telling yes. my manager, I was like, I'm not going to go audition in front of her to play her mother. I don't know how to act. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they just offered you the, they're like, okay, great. Then well, we'll just hire yeah, you. I just, I just kept saying, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And then he would be like, okay, well they, he'd say they've moved along in the casting. They still <laughs> haven't found someone and you're still their number one choice. And I was like, oh no, I was, I was like, I was terrified. And then he said, they really want you to come. And I had this show in Alaska and I had taken like little planes to get there and I'm scared to fly. And I was just like, I'm not going to fly home to go spiral in front of Joan Jett, you know? <laughs> and so I just said, I'm, I'm not going to go. And yeah, they offered me the role and uh, I was in my trailer putting my dress on. That is insane. And then I was like mortified and I had heels on. And then uh, <laughs> they came and knocked on my door in the trailer. Did you have lines in this film? Yeah. Oh and I was God. opposite Kristen Stewart. Oh, my God. And so I'm like, um, they knock on my door. I open it. And the person that has come to escort me to set... Goes and starts laughing as soon as I open my trailer door. And my biggest fear came true was that I looked ridiculous. And then sure enough, this woman laughs. And I was like, oh, no. And she goes, I'm sorry. She said, I'm just really familiar with you. And I had a wig on. I had a dress on. I had heels on. And I was like, oh, gosh, I look so stupid. And she, she was just like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I, uh, you know, that's an awkward beginning. We get in the van to go to set and we stop at another trailer and pick up Joan Jett. Oh my God. And then Joan Jett gets in the van and I'm, this is not the outfit I was hoping to be in the day I met Joan Jett, you know? And, uh, and she's like, Hey, what's going on? You know, like, hi, awkwardly in this outfit. With a, probably a crooked wig on. I hope you have a. Do you have a picture of this? Please say yes. I do. Can I we po- do. can we post it on on Instagram? Uh, so I don't know. I please I, please. <laughs> Everybody wants to see this. Nobody's even listening. No, the three people Nobody... that are listening. So when you got on set, were you like, okay, I'm stepping into the role of Joan Jett? Nope. No, well, I'm not. I know. I've never been like, oh, I'm stepping into any role. I was like, oh, gosh, I hope I remember my lines. And then it was nerve wracking because Joan and her mother <gasps> were at Video Village watching on the screens. Oh. And I was just like, no, no. Dick. Dick. <laughs> it's just, you know. I, Everything uh, about this is... Not good. Like, yeah. why would they hire you if if I if I were casting a film and you wouldn't the, hire me? The feedback I got back was, "Oh, this actor doesn't want to come in because 
they don't feel like they're a good actor. I well, my be like, manager wasn't saying that. Uh, he wasn't saying that. Oh, he was, he was like, like just, oh, she's on tour. Oh, I she see, I see. It. She can't cancel her show. Oh, I see. And we both thought for sure they were going to move, move on, on and pick somebody please. else. And they did not. <laughs> they chose me. And then I embarrassed myself in a wig and high heels and a dress. And then I was cut out of the movie. <laughs> Oh, my God. That is terrifying. Oh, my God. But did you feel like, did you feel like you did a good job or do you feel like? No. (laughs) No. The whole time I just felt like I was in drag doing a terrible job. And you know what's even more hilarious? And I don't know that our listeners will necessarily care, know or care, but oh, I know what it was. This all started because I put myself on tape. Oh, so you put yourself on on tape for this part. Originally. And then they wanted me to come in. I forgot about that. Then they wanted me to come in and meet with Joan Okay. the director and i was like no way in hell am i flying home to meet with joan jett and audition if i was just like there's just no world i was too much of a fan to go you know stroll around with my poor acting skills in front of her and i had not told my manager to submit me for this so i had gotten into a situation so when i did the video when i did my my thing for casting I asked my friend to read the other lines for, yeah. me, for me in the role. Yeah. And she read the lines, but she also incorporated, like, Joan walks around the kitchen and turns to her <laughs> the mother. stage directions. <laughs> All of that was included into... <laughs> this video. If, you don't, if you're not familiar and with... And I still got the role. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? What was going to tell our listeners for anybody that doesn't know anything about this business? Uh, the stage directions in a script are, yeah, descriptive. Like she opens the door, she exits. Like mm-hmm. you don't you don't read those by any mm-hmm. means at any time. No. You would never read them out loud. No, no. Tig, they must have really. I mean, clearly, they really wanted you and originally. <laughs> And then in the end, really wanted me out of the film. <laughs> oh, my God. That is yeah. um, fair. I had fun with Kristen Stewart, though. She was really fun um, to, she like, joke around like with. She seems like she would be. Yeah. She she was really fun to joke around with. And, um, oh, God. And, and what about Joan? How old was Joan at the time? Well, I didn't ask. You no. know, never came <laughs> no. up. When did the movie come out, Thomas? And I, I would imagine Joan's like sixty now, maybe. Um, uh, maybe, maybe Thomas maybe, can maybe tell o- us. That. Maybe older. Maybe remember older? I love rock and roll. Was, I don't know. Well, that was in nineteen eighty two. Yes, I love rock and roll. I think came out. Do you want to check my uh, rock and roll knowledge here? Okay, Joan Jett is sixty three now. Okay. Okay. And the Runaways came out in twenty ten. Okay. okay, and then when did I Love Rock and Roll come out? 81. 81. Joan Jett's version came out in 1981. Ooh, ooh. ooh. I swooped ooh. in. I swooped in. You swooped in. Okay. Anyway, 
This has so much to do with J-Lo, does it not? Yeah, I know. I w- let, we've got to get, we've really got to get mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today we're talking about uh, Jennifer <laughs> Lopez <laughs> Halftime, her documentary. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez Halftime is a 2022 documentary film directed by Amanda Michelli. Michelli? McKelly. Mm-hmm. Michelli. It follows the superstar actress, singer, and dancer through her career ups and downs, culminating in a performance at the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show. Halftime premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival and is now available to watch on Netflix. All right. Okay. Okay, right. you guys. Are you a J-Lo fan? Uh, I like her. Uh-huh. I don't know if you said, oh, name three J-Lo songs. Mm-hmm. I would be like Jenny from the block. Well, here's what I learned from the documentary. Yeah. That I didn't know that she later became a singer. I thought she started out as a singer. Yeah, that's a good point. She started out as a dancer. Thank you. Thank oh. you. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Somebody's feeling real, real proud of themselves. Yeah. Um, she started out as a dancer. She grew up in the Bronx. And then at some point, um, she was fighting with her mom and ran away from home at the age of 18. Although it doesn't, I mean, listen, it seems like if you're 18, is that considered running away from home? I had a problem with that, too. I like, mean, that seems you're, like... you're a fully developed woman <laughs> yes. running down the street out of town. It's like... You're... Or taking off in your car. You're actually an adult. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't have to run away from home. It's like, okay, we're parting ways. Yeah. I'm Or, or not even a parting ways. I'm moving out. I'm going to go get my own place. Like... <laughs> That's you it. Know? I've had it with you guys. I'm I'm getting my I'm own I'm an place. adult. And they're like, yeah. okay, um, great. Yeah. Ran away from... I mean, you must have been like really tight with your family. To feel to like it. that you are a child still and that you need to run away. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, and it sounds like uh, she was. Yeah. She has talented sisters. One of them, the family considered a singer. One they considered to be the, you know, brain brainiac one. And mm-hmm. then they thought of Jennifer as a dan- dancer. I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch this documentary? I did. I watched it. I watched it and I stayed awake. <laughs> I was in Dublin. Oh, yeah. I was in bed and it doesn't really make a lot of sense because I had um, jet lag. And yeah. I Did you say jet great. lag? Jet lag. Okay, lag. Jet lag. Jet lag. <laughs> I had the one jet lag. Okay, yeah. that's what it sounded like. I probably said jet lag, but it doesn't make sense because I typically fall asleep when I watch TV and film. Right. And I was trying to stay up. Yeah. And so I watched this movie. Yeah. And I did stay awake. There might have been a couple of times when I dozed <laughs> off, but I feel like I got- You got the jest. I got the- Did you say jest? Yeah, isn't that the word? I got the jest? No. What is it? Jest. <laughs> How is it that we're fully formed human beings running away? Wait, is it G I S T? You know what? My whole life I thought it was jest. Yeah, like I suggest, like I'll cut it short and just say jest. Wow, interesting. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear the uh, somebody's vacuuming next door? 
Is it Aiden? Oh, Aiden. I would love or it. Or Brandy. Or Brandy. Yeah. You can't hear that. That doesn't bother anybody. No, but we have to take a break <gasps> and we will be back. No, no. Oh, no. We will talk about J-Lo. J-Lo. Are we still allowed to call her J? Does she still go by J-Lo? I, I <laughs> can't claim to be familiar enough. But, you know, I know who she is, obviously. Okay. She's one of the biggest stars yeah, in the world. she's iconic. But, but I don't know what she goes by. If you met her, would you say, hey, J-Lo, hey. Well, what I was going to say is yeah. I'm, you know, celebrities get little nicknames. Yeah, okay. Hers really seems like that's her name. You think her best friends call her J-Lo? Yeah. Oh, I think they call her Jen. Jenny from the block? Yeah, Jenny. But I'm just saying her uh, nickname really... Suits her? Suits her. People call her that. Like, Yeah. I mean, it's like Larry, Larry David. A lot of people call very close to him people. That's not even a phrase. Friends. Call him... Yeah, friends. <laughs> the people call those friends. <laughs> they call him LD. Uh-huh. You know, not that the world calls him LD. Yeah, it was a terrible example, but <laughs> we'll take a break and we will be right back to talk about JLo mm-hmm. on Tig and Cheryl True Story. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are back. We're back. On Tig and Cheryl, true story. Today we're talking about Jennifer Lopez halftime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't want to say it was a lot like, oh, what's her name? Lady Gaga. Remember Lady Gaga we did and Mm -hmm. she was doing the halftime. Yeah. Uh, So there were similarities to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, What what similarities? (laughs) Well, I'm curious. What specific well, that ones? Well, in this documentary, a lot of it was building up to the halftime, doing the Super Bowl. Oh, right. I see. I forgot about that. Did you really? I did. And was it for the same network? No. Gaga was Netflix. This was Hulu. Oh, I thought you meant for the Super Bowl. What what network was the Super Bowl on? I'm like, what channel was that on? No, that was Netflix. This was Hulu, right? I couldn't tell you. They probably had things going. Oh, like, ooh, we're going to get ours out first. I don't know. We don't I, know. In we, our minds, let's we say don't, There's no way to know. There's no way to know. So, okay, in this documentary, Jennifer, J-Lo, I mean, I wish she would. Jenny from call- the block. I have her number. You want to call her? Will yeah, you call her? I'll FaceTime her. Why do you have her number? I 
don't have her number. Uh, Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? What situation would get me J-Lo's phone number? I don't know. I don't know. You seem to know. You know famous people. Um, not J Lo. Okay, so J so J Lo first becomes a fly girl on In Living Color. Mm-hmm. Did you watch In Living Color? No. Oh my god, it was my favorite show. I love. It was a sketch comedy show. I loved it so much, and I loved the fly girls. I dreamed about being a fly girl. In between the sketches, they'd have. Are these- you serious? I'm very serious. Oh, okay. I could not be more serious. Okay. All right. Uh, That was, that was like the dream. They were so. What did they do? They came out and did hip hop dancing. Like after a sketch ended, they come out and they were, they wore really cool clothes and they were just very, um, I don't know. They were very hip. And I'm sorry. And you felt like maybe you fit into that. I would. I think the world was waiting for me to be a fly girl. Can you do hip hop dancing? No, not at all. But I felt like, I feel like I have good rhythm. Okay. And at the time, I probably was so naive. I mean, it's not like I was 10. I was in my... What were you, 18, (laughs) running away from home? How old were you? I mean, I remember, okay, when was In Living Color on? It must have been on in the late 90s because I was living in L.A. And I thought, okay. ooh, I wonder how I could be a fly girl. 1990 to 1994. Ooh, early oh, 90s. Okay, so 19... early to mid-90s, yeah. So I just felt like, ooh, if I had the chance, I could I could probably figure out the moves. Uh-huh. And that's actually not. These women were amazing dancers and like paula abdul was a fly girl oh really i think unless my unless my memories do you remember j-lo from then or Uh, did they all kind of blur together yeah they were all nobody was featured and that Mm -hmm. was also part of the magic of it was just like these girls moving together it was just amazing so j-lo was a fly girl and that's very exciting but she she said that she wanted to act and no agent would take her seriously. Mm-hmm. And then in the film, it sort of jumps to, okay, the film is called Halftime and J-Lo has been tapped uh-huh. to do the halftime show for the Super Bowl. Okay. Right? Yeah. And she was going to co-headline it with Shakira. Uh-huh. And people were a little angry about it because they felt like, Oh, one Latina performer is not enough for the NFL. Uh They feel like they had to have two. Yeah. Which is weird. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe J-Lo and Shakira had um, some sort of connection. I thought, Mm -hmm. oh, they must know each other. and must hang out, go to barbecues together or something. But then when you watch this film, you realize, no, they don't. What barbecue do you suppose? (laughs) Well, I feel like a barbecue in Miami where it's like, oh, well, I don't even know where Shakira lives. Does J-Lo live in Miami? Also a good question. <laughs> in my I mind. I thought she lived here. In my mind, they all live in Miami. <laughs> like the sexy, beautiful people live in Miami. But yeah. I, I could be wrong. I, I mean, I probably. All the fly girls? All the fly girls. Well, yeah. I mean, the fly girls did live in LA. So that was also part of this uh, story. Mm-hmm. Was that um, Jen, Jen, 
Jen had Jenny to, from the block. Jenny from the block had to, had to or got to or was asked to share the halftime with Shakira. I mean, on what planet is J Lo not enough? Or Shakira? I mean, yes. Let's focus on J Lo, right? I mean, yeah. The mo- like, right? Look, Shakira doesn't have a documentary. J Lo does. You don't know that for sure. So do I. So do I. I have. There's a documentary. <laughs> so you could do that me. as you should do the Super Bowl halftime this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or next yep. year. Tig, yep. let's start a movement. Okay. Tig. Halftime Super Bowl. I guess we'll have to hashtag it. Hashtag Tig Super Bowl. Halftime. It's so catchy. All the pyrotechnics go off and then you come out and you're like, hey, everyone, how's it going tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In what world is Jennifer Lopez not enough? And, you know, it's only, what, a 12 minute show when you really Mm -hmm. boil it down. Yeah. So that was also part of the conversation was who's going to do what? Right? In the, the halftime show? Yeah. And you know, now that you're mentioning me <laughs> at halftime, yeah, I would love nothing more than to dance and sing to the best of my ability for 12 minutes at I would halftime. Lo- I would love that. Where it's like, ladies and gentlemen, she's going to give it her all. She's going to try her best. <laughs> she's going to do her best. Let's hear it for Tig Notaro. I said it right, right? And then like, yeah, and then all the lights go off and then the music starts and you have backup dancers. I have a short skirt. I have like the sexiest outfit. Oh, are you wearing a sexy outfit? Well, yeah, it's the Super Bowl, Cheryl. I'm not just going to go out in like... In your jeans. And I'd probably have to start on a pole really high up and like slide down. Like a fireman's pole slide down? No, no, no. Like how, remember how J-Lo was holding on to that pole That's like a stri- That's a stripper pole. Yeah. Oh, you're going to start out, pole. you were going to start yeah. out on a stripper pole. Yeah. By the way, I think you need really strong thighs for that. Got them. <laughs> I'm like, I only know that you don't because I've leg wrestled you. That's right. Otherwise, I would assume that you do, but uh, I think you're going to have to work on your pole dancing. Okay. I mean, well, and can I say something? Yeah, of course. Um, the podcast. <laughs> when I was on the show Suburgatory. Braggadocious oh, alert! <laughs> I, my character, I played this character, Dallas, and mm. she was a bit, a bit of a larger than life. And I was on that show. Yes. And there was a scene where there was a PTA. <sighs> oh, am I boring you? No, I'm just tired, unrelated. Well, the story's it seems not helping. When in the middle, well, of it's not helping. You're yawning it's loudly. not helping. I'm tired. Okay. Long story short, I took a pole dancing class. Well, one on one, because I, I had to pole dance at the PTA meeting. <laughs> and I don't know if I told you this story. You know that that the gym in West Hollywood that's like a popular one. I don't it's one of the big chain gyms. Like Crunch or something? Yes, I think it was Crunch. So okay. they did have pole dancing there. So mm. I mean, I I was already on Curb Your Enthusiasm and Suburgatory and I am at Crunch doing pole dancing, which was already bad enough, but then did I tell you about the shower situation there? Stop me if you if you're like, oh no, not this story. But when I took a shower there, there was a lot of light in the shower stall, and I'm thinking, wow, these 
these guys really like to keep it bright in their shower stalls for whatever reason. And I'm just, you know, washing and scrubbing and doing my business. And then when I walk out. Cleaning your privates and what have yes, you. Yes, clean yeah. exactly. Cleaning right. my privates and what have you. The part of the parts of your body that yes. deserve privacy. Yes. And so when I walk out of the gym, mm. out of the ladies' locker room, I realize that the walls were made to silhouette the people in the showers. You have told me that. Yeah. Maybe even on this show. I'm sure I have. And listeners, mm-hmm. if you're new, welcome to a new story. And if you're old, well, you're welcome for revisiting. But anyway, <laughs> gonna be that was this- the first or last time that happened. <laughs> no, no, but that was the same. It was the same. That was the same gym where they did, yeah. you know, pole dancing and whatnot. It's a great story. I see why you've you've told it a few times. <laughs> Well, I the point of the story was if I knew that people were watching me take a shower, it would have been a different shower. And I would have had different Well, first different of all, moves. you don't know that people are for sure watching you. Well, I know for sure that people walked by and could see the silhouette of me cleaning my private parts and not in a cute way. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew someone could see you, would you have like done it in a cute I way? What is a cute way to clean your private parts? (laughs) Well, you know, you like bend over, you know, from the waist, like the like straight leg bend over. That's one of the things I learned in the. What um, are you doing? (laughs) What in when you're cleaning your private part? No, I'm saying if I had to do it in a cute way, that's one of the things I learned at my right. But I'm uh, go back. I'm like (laughs) if you are straight leg bent over, which private part? What are you doing? What do you think I'm doing? I don't know. What are you doing? Um, your nether regions? <laughs> Yours. I'm saying this is one of the things that they taught me at the stripper class. That's how you bend over. You bend over from your hips, like keep your legs straight, bend. And over. Down. Okay. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good for me to know for my halftime routine. <laughs> Oh, and we no. have to take a break. Oh, no. We are never going to get through. Okay. We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl True, True Story, Story to talk about J-Lo, Jenny from the Block, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, the Fly Girl. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
we're back. We're back. Okay. Really diving into this. I'm sorry mm-hmm. I off-tracked it with my own pole dancing. But because, you know, and we I mentioned it because there is a lot of pole dancing in this mm-hmm. yeah. film. So, um, okay, in 1997, Jennifer depicted Selena, mm-hmm. who had been gunned down by the president of her fan club. Oh, that's such an awful story. Siskel and Ebert called her performance star making, and she was making $1 million a picture. So that was huge. Is that a lot of money? Oh, my God. Are you seriously what? asking? I, I don't know. Is that Tick. a lot? What? Don't do that. No. Don't. Do you think a, Do you think a mil, if I said I will give you a hundred dollars or a million dollars, what would you say? I, I, I guess I, I guess my question is more: is that is that a lot of money for a movie? Yes. Well, I think at the time she was, she was. That was the. It's just. It's. I make more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing. That's amazing. Thank you. Do you? You don't make a million dollars? After Selena, Jennifer started making music. Mm-hmm. See, this is what's a slightly was confusing to me. Not confusing, but. Well, I can, I'm sure. You can, you, you can. Yep. Uh, so at the beginning of the. I can lesplain it. <laughs> is, that th- is that a thing? <laughs> no, but I don't think so. But, but let's start starting it. now. I'm. I'm going to lesplain. Go ahead. Okay. Because at the beginning of the movie, it seemed like she was upset that she was a fly girl and nobody was taking her seriously as an actress. And then she did the movie Selena. After being a fly girl? Yes. Okay. I okay. <laughs> and then she started making music. Mm-hmm. I mean, that only confuses me. So she goes me. fly girl, actress, musician. But it seemed mm-hmm. like she always really wanted to. I guess she just wanted to do it all. She wanted to be an actress. She was always seemingly in this film. She always wanted to be taken seriously as an actress. And that was a strong passion of hers. And have you seen her in movies acting? I haven't seen her in movies. Uh, I've heard her music and I've seen pictures of her. She kind of reminds me of somebody I dated years ago. Kind of looks like this woman I dated years ago. Braggadocious alert! I'm sorry. You dated someone that looked like. Is this going to make it in, or are you going to cut this? Why would I cut it? It's I know, true. T- Thomas. Don't cut this. But then why? I don't know why you're whispering. People can hear you. <laughs> They've got their ear buds. Is that why they're called? Well, earbuds I just. Okay, wait. So because you mm-hmm. dated someone that mm-hmm. looked like J Lo, now you can't watch J Lo's films. No, no, no. I was just saying I've seen. You know, I've heard her music, I've seen pictures of her, and then I was just remembering, oh, and also years ago, I thought I would wedge in that I dated somebody that... Oh, you just wanted to let... So it really was a braggadocious... Yeah. 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 Um, You know, have I seen her... um, Movies. Yes. Uh I'll say bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say? I mean, if it's true... You didn't. You didn't rent her movie from Blockbuster. You maybe saw her on a plane, like um, in a movie. Yes, yes. Very, you know, fun and charming. Mm-hmm. I found her very charming in this documentary. Yes, she wasn't exactly what I thought she'd be like. Oh, what do you think she'd be like? Listen. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm, it's a podcast. I'm sure. I. How dare you? Well, you did it to me. Well, I will do it again. <laughs> I think that probably 
people in her position, position, status, stratosphere, status, all of that are complicated people. Yes. And probably there are many people that have different experiences with her. Yes. I thought, and I just made an assumption that she would come across as like full throttle, nonstop, never ending diva type person. And that's Mm. not to say she isn't. You didn't think she would be, she would be vulnerable. Yeah. Or just even when she talked, she just seemed very grounded. Hmm. And I'm not saying she must be grounded or she is grounded. I don't know anything except her journey to this halftime performance. (laughs) I know nothing about J-Lo. This is, again, if you've never heard our show, this is not a movie review podcast. No. This is two friends You're not going to learn anything. You're not going to learn more about Jennifer Lopez for sure. No. No. She just was not the personality I thought that she... I don't know how to explain it. Mm. That's interesting because I thought she was exactly what I thought she'd be because I imagine her to be a very intelligent person. I think mm-hmm. she's very strong and that's uh, fun for, I don't want to say fun for girls, but it's, but, but, you know, Jennifer is aware that young girls are looking up to her. I will say a lot of uh, Jennifer's ideas of what the Super Bowl halftime should be was very important for her. Uh-huh. Cause people were listening to her. She felt, you know, she said they were, they were listening to me for the first time and I have something to say, Yeah, you know? So it was also when Trump was president, it's mm-hmm. when, you know, they were detaining families and children at the border and it was In very cages. disturbing. Mm-hmm. So disturbing. And so, so Jennifer, you know, a lot of the documentary, she talked about that and she talked about how important it was. Which was great, and I love that she was so aware. Yeah. There was a one little part of me that when the Super Bowl halftime started, because you know, <laughs> you're, you're kind of – I was kind of waiting for, oh, I this, is, this message is going to be strong. Mm-hmm. And then it started with her at the top of the stripper pole. I was like, okay. Listen, you got to be strong to be on a stripper pole. Yeah, that yeah. you do have to be strong. My one critique – about the halftime show okay is the use of and i understand why she wanted to use bruce springsteen's born in the usa Mm -hmm. but that song is misused often because the way it makes people feel when they're like born in the u i'm not gonna (laughs) sing please do okay born in the (laughs) usa i was Born in the... Can we have that be, like, dubbed in with Bruce Okay, your turn, Cheryl. Born in the USA. I was born in the USA. That's all I remember. Born down in a dead man's town. The first kick I took was when I hit the ground. ground. Okay, so... When people are singing Born in the USA, it's kind of electrifying and it's all of the positivity of being American and being America. It embraces that feeling. Yes. Okay. The song, 
I don't know if I'd go so far as to say it's anti-American because it's, I mm. can't imagine Bruce Springsteen is anti-American, but it highlights the not so great things about being American. Like what? I can't even tell you what the lyrics are. I just know that part. I think a lot of it had to do with Vietnam and ah. just a lot of not so great. I mean, I could be wrong, but that is my recollection. And so with that knowledge, I just thought it was interesting that they chose that because I do feel like there have been instances where people use the song and it's just not. That's not really what the representation of the song right. was meant right. to be. Right. And I know what her intention was. Right. And it's not like it took up a big part of the show. No, but it was, no, it was interesting because it was a definitely a runner in it. Uh -huh. Because when she found out she was going to do the halftime show, she really wanted Born in the USA to be yeah. in there. And then she pitched it to Shakira. And Shakira was like, I don't think so. I wasn't born in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> And and Jennifer was like, well, that's okay. It's still a good song. And Shakira was, I'm paraphrasing, was like, well, it doesn't, it's not really And then J-Lo was like, well, I'm the biggest <laughs> star here. So, but so, but, you know, to, to J-Lo's credit, she did, it was in there like for one second, wasn't it? It was in there. We've gotten our uh, our head of ourselves ahead of ourselves our head above ourselves <laughs> <laughs> we've gotten ahead above ourselves yeah. because now we just i mean this the whole documentary is leading up to the halftime show <laughs> we just told you what happens i mean everybody knows what happens our listeners don't watch the documentaries no but they watched the super bowl they saw they i didn't saw see it j-lo and did Shakira you see shake it? it you didn't see Oh my God! No, yes. but I saw J. Doctor Becky Hines and I. <laughs> I love that you bring in Doctor Becky Hines like that. Like, well, Doctor Becky Hines and I, we. Uh... <laughs> I saw J. Lo when she was at the inauguration. Yeah, and I remember hearing about the Super Bowl and thinking, "Wow, she's really on a roll here." Made it. <laughs> Made it. Yes. So. Dr. Becky Hines and I were texting each other mm. like most people were during that halftime show because, I mean, J-Lo was 50 and the lady is like, uh, she's amazing. She, yeah. She can shake it yeah. like nobody's. And she's not going to break it. Nobody's going to be <laughs> following around going, shake it, don't break it. Uh, J-Lo, J don't break it. You're going to break it. Nobody, nobody. No. Uh -uh. Nobody would tell her that no. Yeah. And between her and Shakira and sh and shaking it at yeah. the end. We should yeah. invite them to Shakers Please Hold. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. What a great night Shakers Please Hold would have oh my, if you if had Shakira and J-Lo oh. shaking it. I'm not really familiar with Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I'm very familiar with her. Thank you. <laughs> you know that song. Uh, well, I can't remember the name. And then she shakes it. She... <laughs> anyway, it, the halftime show was two very strong, beautiful, amazing mm -hmm. women you know, and it made you want to do a few 
sit-ups because you're like, oh, I'm just sitting here drinking beer watching these two. And if J-Lo's – that's why I felt watching this documentary. You were drinking beer watching this documentary? No, but I felt like I wanted to do, but mm-hmm. of course I didn't do sit-ups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or squats. Yeah. You know how easy it would have been just to stand up and do squats while I was watching this documentary? But I didn't. See, I've had spinal fusion, so I can't do a squat. Really. You can't do a squat. Yeah, it's hard. Well, you know who I thought of while, while Me? I was watching this? Kind of. Oh. Um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Because, you know, Tom Cruise, I don't know him personally, but it seems like he loves being a movie star. Mm -hmm. He is 100% dedicated to it. Mm -hmm. He works out. He should have been Joan Jett's mom. That would have been a perfect swap (laughs) out because we look so similar. You guys look exactly alike. I'm telling you, I see pictures of him now where I'm like, oh my God, is that, I'm in a new movie? Oh, 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 look at me, I'm on the cover of, oh. I truly, I see him and I think it's me. Oh, well, I wonder if he has the same feelings about you. I wonder if he knows I exist. Does Tom Cruise know I exist? Let's get him on the horn. But really, does he know I exist? Yes. No, I don't think he... I don't think... Listen, do I think Tom Cruise gets up in the morning and, like, Googles people? No. I I think he gets up in the morning... You don't have to Google people to know (laughs) who I am. But how would he know? I feel like he lives in a house in the middle of nowhere surrounded by people and he has his own gym and he has his own stuff and it's like and nothing i've done has infiltrated yeah nothing infiltrated no okay i don't think so i mean no offense to you i mean well of course it's offensive of course it's (laughs) offensive i in fact oh my gosh when i was doing the runaways movie yes the woman that was doing my um hair and makeup or something or one of those things I told her that I am told that I look like Tom Cruise and she fell over laughing to a degree (laughs) where I was a little like I thought it was gonna be like oh hi I can see it or whatever um and then she said I'm sorry I just did his I just worked with him on a movie oh my god yeah you know who else I get is um what? who? What's his name from In Living Color? Jim Carrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see that one as much as Tom Cruise. Well, well, do you think Tom Cruise knows who I am? For sure, because you're oh. on Curb. Oh, you think Tom Cruise is sitting at and home because of Suburgatory. I listen. I'm sure he's listening to this podcast right now. Hey, Tom. Hey, hey Tom. Hey. Do you think J Lo is? Yeah. Yes. Hey, J Lo. Hey, J Lo. Hey. hey. Can but I have your number? It seems like these two people mm-hmm. get up in the morning, and they're like, you know what? I'm a movie star. I'm a movie star, and I'm gonna get to movie star business. Yeah. They get up and they probably have a protein shake or whatever that looks like. They have like. a movie star shake. They have a movie star shake. They go on a movie star run. Yes, they change into their movie star workout clothes. Yeah. They spend a few hours working out because that is your On their movie star body. Yes, that's your movie Meanwhile, star body. Meanwhile, you're drinking beer on the couch. 
<laughs> and eating potato chips like, oof, God, I hope I get another job. Yeah. These two, they're not doing that. Yeah. They are like, yeah. I, I'm going to look my best. I'm going to. And they're also like, I can't wait to binge Suburgatory <laughs> to watch my favorite actress, Cheryl Hines. But who is this person? <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think that either J-Lo or Tom Cruise are getting up in the morning like, ooh, let me look at Deadline Hollywood and see what's going on with other people? What do you look at? What is your routine? You get up in the morning and do what? And dread getting up. (laughs) (laughs) You don't, your eyes don't pop open and you're like, holy shitballs, I'm a movie star. I got to get to it. Oh my gosh, I am that friend on a movie. Oh my gosh, I am walking in the background. I'm the next door neighbor. I am the one cut out of that film. Okay, we can wind it down. Okay, let's just listen. I'm just going to like break it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the big things, okay, this quickly, and I don't mean to spill any beans because, by the way, it happened. Um, but she did this movie, Hustlers. I didn't see it. Did you see it? No. But now I want to see it. I don't know. It was hard to like get excited to go see beautiful women stripping because I felt like, oh, now I'm going to feel like I need to go home and do squats and sit-ups and I'm not in the mood. That's bad. But anyway, that's the truth of yeah. it. And I feel like I should watch the film. Well, because she got a lot of accolades for her acting in the mm-hmm. film. And she thought that perhaps she was going to get an Oscar nomination and she did get a Golden Globe nomination. Mm. This part I thought was kind of odd. Mm. Just that you get a Golden Globe nomination, that's a big deal. And I, most people that I know that get nominated at the Golden Globes or the Oscars, and I could be wrong. Maybe it's just my perception. You don't feel like you're losing if you don't win that award. It's Mm. like, holy shitballs once again you were nominated for a golden globe the night is about you Mm -hmm. but it seemed like she had a real feeling of like oh i lost i didn't win Mm -hmm. uh it was very sad that she lost her people were all sad that she lost well yeah my family would be jumping up and down in the living room you know like Mm -hmm. we're so excited to see you on tv i mean i guess i'm not the same as as jayla right Right. But she she didn't get nominated for an Oscar and it was a it was a very painful for her and at the same time she still had the Super Bowl halftime to do. It's hard to tell what what's going on in people's minds when they when there's that importance there where that where yeah. that's coming from. Yeah, yeah, because that's true. of course there's the thrill of like, oh, I've been nominated for two Grammys and one Emmy, which is true. Oh, for um, you could not wait to throw that in there. But oh my! <laughs> this is another braggadocious yeah, alert. I couldn't believe you didn't do anything about it. Well, I, it's a, been overused in this episode. And by yeah. the way, that was a conversation. Who has the most braggadocious alerts? And it's you. Go ahead. alert because you don't have as many braggadocious alerts what do you mean that was a a conversation between our snark bulls no between us oh oh maybe it was who know who knows more famous people i don't know (laughs) 
<laughs> doesn't matter. Point is, what were what oh, was your point? just there's you've been there, nominated for a lot of stuff. Certainly fun and excitement and hype around those types of nominations. And there's a buzzkill when you don't win, I guess. But then it becomes still mm. celebratory. I know for myself, it's like, oh man. But then you, I, I felt like I get wrapped up in the moment, in the evening, and the, you know, the excitement of yeah. it anyway. Well, I guess you're right. I mean, being nominated twice for an Emmy. Um, uh, <laughs> wow. But I think I think I went in thinking I wouldn't win. But you're right. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's like and for someone like J Lo, mm-hmm. at that point in her life, she's been on lots of red carpets. She's yeah. been she's had a lot of attention and and so that wasn't what was fun for yeah. her. Right. So if you're being nominated for something for the first time, half of the fun is like, oh, my God, I'm going to the thing. And who am I going to bring with me? And Oh, gosh. See, well, that's where you and I are very different. Red oh. carpets and stuff. No, thank you. Oh, well, then I hope the Academy is not listening because you don't want to discourage them. Mm-hmm. I love red carpets. <laughs> I love them. Uh, okay, so she does her show. Okay, let's skip okay. to it. J-Lo does her halftime mm-hmm. show. I can't believe I already lost my Oscar. Yeah. Well, now you're never even going to be in, you know, they're not even going to talk about you. Right. Because they know that you, you're not so going to bring it on the red carpet. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so J-Lo does the, the Super Bowl mm-hmm. halftime. She brings it. Uh, there's a lot of pole dancing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ass out, shake it till you don't break it. Mm-hmm. And most people loved it. Yeah. Like everybody went crazy for yeah. it. And it was also funny because in the documentary, she was like, but you know, I still have more to do. Mm-hmm. Like she was talking like she was 80. <laughs> She was like, you just, you just danced in a thong at the Super Bowl last week. Like, yeah, you still have more yeah. to do. I wish she would have danced in a thong for inauguration. Could you imagine? I was, I was waiting for her to like rip off her. But tonight, dang. Oh, one thing that was interesting yeah. in the Super Bowl, uh, you know, she had her 12-year-old mm-hmm. daughter sing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's also like, where do you go from there? If you're 12 and it's like, yeah, I did the Super Bowl last weekend. Well. It's like, where do you go? What What are you doing after that? Talent shows at middle school? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's a tough, it's tough. Yeah. 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 So she sang at this, uh, at, uh, at Obama's inauguration, this land is your land. Obama's? Wasn't it Obama's? Am I crazy? Yeah. Oh, Biden? Yeah. Um, please let the record show. That she sang at Biden's inauguration. Did you not watch the inauguration? I did. You, I love that the Super Bowl performance is more etched in your mind than Biden beating out Trump. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you cannot say that. That is not true. Ugh, good. She loves him. J-Lo. <laughs> Has sold 80 million records. She starred in 40 films uh, with a $3 billion gross. It was kind of strange at the end that mm-hmm. they showed these statistics. Because you don't usually see that at the end of a documentary. I know. <laughs> where, where it's like, oh, you know what? 
how what they've done at the box office and what how much they've brought in on merchandise. It's like, okay, that's <laughs> it's like that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. it's just a little strange. <laughs> what wait, what if at the end of the movie it just said in big bold letters what she brought in on merchandise only <laughs> That's the only thing. Roll credit. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that, listen, so that's, that's J-Lo. Mm -hmm. That's J-Lo for you. Would have been a great title. <laughs> that's There's always room for J-Lo. Make room for J-Lo. And I will say that there were times when, you know, she was in the tabloids mm -hmm. and uh, her oh, yeah, love her life. Dating and love yes. life. Yeah. Yes. Which is, I mean, it's kind of comes with the territory, doesn't it? Yeah. And I've always been interested and curious about, I mean, she was with A-Rod, right? Yes. J-Lo and A-Rod. And then yes. wasn't he maybe, people were speculating he was unfaithful? Oh, Thomas is nodding yes. Okay. and I mean, that's crazy. And then. It's crazy for a lot of reasons. And then yeah. she jumped ship, went back to Ben Lowe. Ben, Ben Affleck. Yes. Ben Affleck. But I was just thinking, like, I can't imagine what ex of mine I would just have on. You'd be like, no, I'll go back to what's yeah, his name I'll... or what's her yeah, name. Yeah, like, I guess I'd go back. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, don't do it. But and then it just works out and she's now back with Benifer. And then yeah, and everybody's like, miss okay. a beat. Like, is that? to get over her pain of A-Rod? Or is it like, do you know what I mean? It just feels like you're either still pining away for Ben Affer, or you are so burned by A-Rod that you're like, I'm just going to jump back into this. You know what I mean? Well, it's kind of that thing like back in the day when I one was single mm -hmm. like you would and i mean you other people one. would after a breakup you call the, your la the previous girlfriend or boyfriend because yeah. you're like hey what you doing tonight right because you already have a relationship you know that they liked you at one point right and it's like okay so they did that still around? and then it just like <laughs> spiraled yeah and then it was like yeah let's let's all do, right, let's let's do give it. it a whirl like, again and then what is a rod thinking is he like wow don't don't care don't care Oh, okay. You don't care or J-Lo doesn't care? Well, not that I just learned he cheated. It's, uh, it doesn't matter what A-Rod. Okay. Okay. I mean, but yeah, you would have to wonder. Was A-Rod like, were they secretly texting when I went to sleep at night? Right. Is that what you're thinking? I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I would just, I, or is J-Lo like, this is going to make his head spin. You know what I mean? Oh. And then how is Benefer feeling when he's like, oh, oh she just did that and then I, I'm... Like then, what happens if we get in yeah. a fight at the movies? She's gonna, she's gonna go, go home and text Mark A Rod. Marke. Mm. What did you call him? Marke. <laughs> Why did you call him that? Marklo. Oh, Mark A. Marklo. Markifer. Markifer. Anyway, those are just my questions about her love life. Okay. No judgment. I'm truly just like, how does not. that work? I'm. I'm. I'm it's fascination. It fasc it's not judgment. Yeah, it's fascinating because yes. I'm trying to think of doing that with. Stephanie, because if I, if she cheated on me and I was like, oh, really? 
I'm back with so and so. Yeah. Then it you would feel keep one like one person on the hook. Yeah. It would feel like, oh, well. But then it doesn't matter because she cheated on me. So who cares if I was always texting my ex? Right. That we were both can... cheating. Who cares? She can't say anything. JLo wasn't cheating, though. I know she wasn't cheating. She was so busy. Yeah. A Rod should have and... been busy, too. Anyway, we're finished with the episode. <laughs> Are you ready for our final thoughts? Yes. It is time for Happily happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this documentary. Did you cry? No. Even when you found out the sale of the merchandise? (laughs) Okay, who were you attracted to? J-Lo. Yeah. One million percent. I mean, Shakira's awful. J-Lo. Oh, oh my God. J-Lo. And then Ben Affleck was in it for... Okay. Who were you attracted to? Well, I feel like everybody in there. You were attracted to everyone? I mean, Ben Affleck, Jennifer, uh, Shakira. A-Rod? He is attractive. See, I don't get the A-Rod thing. Well, my, my, my feelings just changed when I found out. Yeah. You know. Okay. That's all for this week's episode. Next week, we will be talking about Tab Hunter Confidential on Amazon Prime. Before we go, do you want to read one fan mail? Yep. This is from Mel. Hey, Hey, Mel. Mel, Hey. Hey, TNC. Hey. I was listening to the Happily Ever After Thoughts from the Alpinist episode, your stories about bathroom emergencies, and I was taken back to a first date uh I, I had with a guy. We went for a hike at a nature preserve, and about a mile in, he said he had to go off to the bathroom. Off he walked into the woods and came back with no socks. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I asked about his socks, and he let me know he did a number two in the woods and used his socks as TP on a first date. We dated for about a year. <laughs> My standards weren't what they are now. Love you both, Mel. See, I thought she was going to say he pooped in one of the socks and then used the other sock as TP. So were you, you were pleased with the ending? Well, no, I would have been pleased if he pooped in one of the socks. To do what with it? Swing to it bring around. bring it back to Swing him? it around and toss it. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for today. Check my website for tour dates and S- same. buy my album called Drawn. Same. It's same. Drawn. It's from my HBO special of the same name, Drawn. Mm-hmm. Cheryl, do you have anything? You can watch The Flight Attendant on HBO Max. You can watch Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO or HBO Max. There's other stuff out there. Just Google it. Okay. Should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. Born in the USA. I was born in the USA. Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabi Kovacic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at 
gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast. That was a headgum podcast.